0: Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and jar and Levine Studios, this is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I don't feel like I'm under siege. Uh, it's not hard to do my job. I, you know, I'm very focused on the task at hand. I've always been that way. And, um, you know, uh, it's really not up to me whether it's fair or not. Uh, it comes with the territory. You know, it comes with being the Lakers coach. We have high expectations. This fan base really cares. It's a big market. And, um, you know, I wouldn't want it any any other way, to be honest with you. You I want people to care. I want people to want the best and, uh, you know, to command excellence of our group. You know, that's what we command of ourselves. So um, that's the way it is.
1: That that was horrible. (laughs) Oh, no, that's that Frank Vogel, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. So I, I get, like, a list. I get an email every day of, like, sound, you can, like, national sound. I like
1: a little behind-the-scenes coming from Casey Kurtz. Take us there, Casey. Yeah, so I get a little thing every day,
2: and I usually, like, during the season, I didn't use any of it hardly because, you know, Jags. I cut yeah. that <laughs> hey, myself. Yeah, There's sure. a lot going on, Trevor Lawrence and whatnot, the pressers. But yeah, uh, so I've been using them because they have good football sound, so I was like, all right, basketball, slam poetry. It's Friday. Yeah. And I was like, all right, Frank Vogel. Cool.
1: Yeah.
2: Didn't listen to it. Oh. And then when he comes on sounding like Charlie Brown's teacher, I'm like, nope. <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> so
1: what are we doing, Lakers? We got to fix that. I have this conversation once with Brent. And I want to pick your brain about it a little bit. What you got? In terms of the professional sports, what do you think is the easiest sport to coach? Now, obviously, I'm talking about the big ones. I'm talking about yeah. Major League Baseball, talking about football, talking about basketball and if you know what you want to throw it in there we can throw hockey in there as well. Um, I yeah. Definitely not football. No, you we got a lot going on. There's there's a lot of egos. Yeah. A very physical type of game. I would say football is probably the hardest. Out of those four, yes, I yes. would agree.
2: Um the next three to me are close. Okay. But I'm gonna say basketball
1: is the easiest.
2: Yes. Okay. Because in reality, you really only got to draw up a couple inbounds plays <laughs> Thank you. under the basket. You know what I mean? Yeah. Baseball, you do have to like. There are some things to do, but ba- but it's pushing the right buttons at the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basketball, I think you know, you just draw up a couple plays, get something rolling, and then just you know let the boys do their
1: thing. See, that, that's exactly how I feel about it because I remember this topic from man, this might have been two years ago now. When Steve Kerr first coached the Golden State Warriors, he obviously had immediate success. Well, yeah, he had yeah. immediate success. And people are like, well, Steve Kerr is like the next, you know, Phil Jackson. Okay, but Steve Kerr also has Steph Curry. Yeah. Steve Kerr also has Cl- – like, to me – He pretty much said just shoot. Your yeah. free, free will to shoot the basketball. Uh, exactly. You know, now, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, a coach does have an effect on a team sometimes. I mean, look at Eric Spolstra. Like, what the yeah. Heat were able to do a couple years ago in the bubble. You shouldn't be able to do that. That's true. Right? But, like, so you, you can definitely put him over the top. Like, Nick Nurse yeah. won a championship, I think, based off his coaching abilities. So I'm not saying it's easy to coach any professional sport because it's not. But if you give me Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Jamon Green healthy. Oh, by the way, uh, Dante Poole playing really well as well. And then he... Uh, Wiggins is going to be an all-star. You give me those guys? Yeah. I mean, heck, man. I can I'll think of an inbounds play get give the ball to Seth Curry. And, and I can have some success. So it, it's always – it's a fascinating sport in basketball because if you have one or two great players, I say great players, well, you got something there. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, if you're Jackson, you can draft Trevor Lawrence. Did it change anything this year? Let's be honest, no. One more game. One more – okay. And it, that game won didn't us one even more game.
2: Or two? No, they did win twice more. Remember? Oh yeah, two I times forgot. more. But they, I
1: mean, yeah, I forgot about that. Correct, correct. Yeah, um, but it takes a little more time, right? It's it's more than just one player. Yeah. Look what John Morant's doing in Memphis right now. It's a good call. I mean, and you know, keeping in mind, Memphis was doing great without John Morant too when he was hurt. But like John Morant, you know, you draft one guy, it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. You draft Zion Williamson, he doesn't play, and now your team is what they are. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's fascinating how just one player. Can make that big of a difference. Obviously, Michael Jordan, Chicago. Um, you know, I mean, you can go on and on about that. LeBron James, Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. You know, I'm not going to say Larry Bird in Boston because he was surrounded by talent.
2: Yeah, of shots course. fired. Yeah, boop, boop, boop. I mean Durant everywhere he's been.
1: Okay. Durant, Durant he, <laughs>
2: yeah. he tends to go where the good players are. But yeah, I mean,
1: it's, it's mm. true. But I'm going to say this one last time as well, and then we'll get into slam poetry. It's real easy to hate. On teams like the Warriors Because they're stacked But keep in mind what the Warriors did They drafted Right So you can't hit on it too much Like I think the Warriors Are like the most liked Hated team in the NBA it's Like a You hate them because They're so successful And, and I get that Right We had that with the Yankees Back in the day When I was a kid uh, You yeah, obviously I had that With the Patriots I mean You had it with, with the Wings A little bit too Even when I was a kid Too bad I was a Wings fan So like every <laughs> So every franchise You know Or I'm sorry. Every, you know, professional sport is going to have a little bit of that. But at the same time, when it comes to the Warriors, well, how can you hate on that? Exactly. You drafted their guys. Yeah. They did things the right way. Now, they they brought in KD, and then, okay, now you're a little, it's a little overkill. But people, I mean, it it is what it is. I feel like people were more
2: mad at KD than the Warriors, though. True. In my opinion. No,
1: no, true, true, true. I I think so as well. And if you're the Warriors, what are you going to say? No, we're all set, KD. No, no, we we don't want your 25 points a game and 10 rebounds a game. We're all set. No, of course you're going to bring them on. So, Yeah. So without much further ado, if you're new to the show or you just haven't listened in a while or you don't listen on Fridays usually, we like to do this little little brand-new thing we like to call slam poetry. Obviously, being ESPN 690, we don't talk a lot of basketball just because it's always Jaguars 24-7 the way you guys like it. But I like to incorporate ways how to bring a little more class – a little more sophistication as Casey brings that vibe where it needs to be right now with that cafe background music. We do NBA Slam Poetry. It's going to dim the lights a little bit here too, really get the, the, the vibes going in here, that cafe vibe that we're, we're, we're known for now on ESPN 690. Thank you, Casey. And basically what I do is I do a weekly recap of some stuff that you might have missed in the NBA. Now, some of it's pretty obvious. Some of it could be a deep cut. That maybe only the hardcore fans understand. And some of it might be a deep cut where only fans of the show are gonna understand. Needless to say, there's something for everybody. And in that slam poetry fashion, in that NBA slam poetry fashion, if you catch a vibe, because it's probably gonna happen, no need to cheer, no need to get crazy. Just go, go ahead and give me a little, mm. Casey, Truman's done, mm, mm. Or, we snap our fingers because we're gentlemen because we're classy so without much further ado let's go And by the way casey you better hope i never get a turtleneck in this thing Hmm. because if i get a black turtleneck we're we're going on the road i'll tell you that right now it's gonna be austin lane presents austin lane and the vindicators of vibe and you're gonna be there as well i'm like and it's gonna be a traveling show
2: do they still sell turtlenecks not my size i bet anybody's I've never seen Like I've never
1: been to the store Like you know what Hey Drake's been rocking Turtlenecks lately That's true Probably custom And 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 I'll I'll let you know right now I hate turtlenecks But just for the overall aesthetic Of NBA Slam poetry I'm just saying If I get one We're going to cafes Jacksonville So watch out Because Austin Lane And the Vindicator of Vibes We're coming for you And then we're coming for TED Talk And then we're coming for Podcasts And then we're coming for The National Slam Poetry Circuit Wherever that's gonna be Yeah Not here in the US Probably in England Or something Okay, so without much further ado, Casey, let's get into NBA, Slam Poetry, take three. Let me go ahead and find my character. <clears throat> all right. NBA, Slam Poetry, you wanted more? Back with that 3 Pete. Sorry, Golden State, call Impostorpedic, because Phoenix right now is in that first-place seat. Mm. Mm. MB dropping a 50-burger, wanting all the smoke, hookah. Mavericks won eight of their last 10, thanks to a unicorn and some dude named Luca. Oh, we got a snap going from Casey. Jimmy Butler is back. He in second place. Sean Bob is in the light. Somebody get a hold of that boy Kuzma. He's seeing red, and he's ready to fight. Hey, 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 Nets. Coach, get out of the way, though, right? Don't catch that ball. Kuzma's pissed. All right. Sorry. Back on track. LeBron is a leading all-star vote-getter. If it was OnlyFans, he'd have all the tokens. <laughs> but as a GM, he's in last place. Get that extended warranty because the Lakers, damn, are they broken. Mm. Mm. Can I say OnlyFans? Like, okay, no, I just did. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, cool. All good. Cool. I think they have tokens. I don't know. I don't know. It sounded funny. I'll I laugh. hear things. thing. Sorry. Okay. Nets are down Kyrie and home alone. Oh, no, Kevin! Cavs are winning and actually good. Thanks to Darius Garland playing like Jordan in the game seven. What's up, MJ? Seriously, the Cavs are actually a good team this year. Yeah, it hurt. Who saw that come? Ja feel! Ja back for three straight times. He's hungry. Let's get him a bigger meal. Dude is legit. I can't stress it enough. I'm a stan. The only thing more passionate is my co-host being a Trent Balkey fan. I'm out of here. It's a buzzer. that's a vibe. Just by myself, man. Sorry about that. Just by myself. Headphones went flying. Sushi almost got knocked off the table. I'm eating sushi on a Friday. You better believe it. <sighs> All right. Sorry about that, man. I, I, I caught a vibe there for a second. Almost done. Whew. Reel it in, Austin. Damar, an MVP. uh uh-huh. See, I messed it up. My bad. Damar, an MVP favorite. Buckets win. That's B-dubs blazing. Russell Westbrook got benched. Skills are drying up. He's a California raisin. <laughs> mm. <laughs> with the sunglasses and everything. <sighs> so with that being said, I hope you caught a vibe or two. But on a serious note, if you don't know, know her, Google Louisa Harris. Rest in peace, the game's going to miss you.
0: Mm.
1: And that's been NBA Slam Poetry Session 3. Almost caught, tore a hamstring talking about John Morant, but it is what it is. Thank you, Casey. Yeah. I'm giving you a cigarette after that one. One second, please. Yeah, take your time. All right. So, yeah. So uh, still looking for uh, Kuz to sponsor that with his whatever, um, his podcast. But hopefully we can get that. <laughs> <His whatever. laughs> well, I'm not going to say the name of the podcast until I like it. he starts paying. But you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, snaps, cracks, all around, man. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Be another slam poetry next week. The real question is going to be once we start mixing slam poetry with Shock Your Mock. Because then I feel like I'm gonna start wearing myself out a little thin. Like right now, I can handle slam poetry. It takes me about 20 minutes to write something. Not, not a big deal, you know? I, I got time. But if we're talking shock your mock, because let's be honest, Casey, in terms of shock your mock, like that's the, that's the moneymaker right now. Oh, that's the slam You know what I'm button. saying? Like yeah. S- slam poetry, it's more of a passion project, it's more of a side project. You know, it's like John Lennon and the Beatles. Like, yeah. Like John Lennon, you're okay by yourself. You're right. you're, you're making bad rock and everything, but you ain't the Beatles. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And like, hey, shock your mock, the Beatles. Yeah. So I gotta have my priorities at the right thing. So don't worry, shock your mock. I I think what Casey maybe three weeks out before the draft, four weeks out before the draft. How are we feeling about shock your mock right now? Yeah. About four weeks out before the draft, yeah, like four. I like four, four too. Good. I mean, I, I gotta see some combine times, yeah, right? We gotta know. I got to see some Pro Bowl, or Pro Bowl, some Senior Bowl footage. Coming up soon,
2: according to the calendar. What is that, by the way? Uh, apparently February 1st and 2nd, which would be a uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So the Senior Bowl is two weeks away?
1: Not yeah. Even, well, yeah, yeah, that's okay. correct.
2: I don't know if we're going.
1: We're gonna, well, hey, who's the coach? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good well, call. You know what I'm saying? Like we're gonna. Who's the coach, though? You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's a good call. We're two weeks away from the Senior Bowl, and we don't even know what kind of defense or offense we're going to run yet. In fairness, neither do seven other teams. True. (laughs)
2: True, A quarter of the league's like, what?
1: Isn't that kind of wild, though? Yeah. I mean, all right. So here's – I talk about this all the time in terms of, you know, football is the game of inches and everything. But if I can take a couple of things away from the game that I played for, you know, at a professional level for five years – The game is the most cutthroat game. You're going to be a part of number one. And number two, teams will look for any competitive advantage that they can find. You would have to think that the sooner you hire your head coach, the sooner you hire the assistants, the coordinators, all those guys, the better, for an example like the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Because keep in mind, like, and I get it. Sometimes I think it gets a little overblown and – how much stake gets put into it, like, make no mistake about it. It's all about the film, right? Like, if you're a GM, if you're a scout, even if you're a head coach and you have some kind of input of who you're going to draft, they always check the film first, right? Then they go to the numbers, they go to the, the senior bowl practices, all this stuff, what they look like. But it's, it's always about your college film first and then from there. But if you're talking about a team right now in the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, let's be honest, is going to be a clean sweep – I mean, I don't think even Joe Collin, unfortunately, and I would love to see him stick around. I don't think he's going to be sticking around depending who they hire. So you got to start anew. Well, you hope you get that done pretty soon because the Senior Bowl, the Shrine games, all these All-Star games, they're right around the corner. And that's going to be your last look to evaluate talent, to see how they maybe handle NFL-style practices, to see who can shine under pressure and who can't. There's a lot of things at stake here. So I get sometimes it can just be called a glorified all-star game, and I played in it, so I know all about that. But there's a lot of things that you can take from the senior bowl as well. So in terms of a competitive advantage, I say the sooner you get those you know, guys lined up in terms of who you want for a head coach and a coordinator, the better. Because Mobile, Alabama, man, is right around the corner. Casey, you ever been before?
2: No. I actually watch it on TV. Like, yeah, I don't Really? Know. Yeah, I do. Okay. I'm interested.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's always fascinating. I would argue, I think coaches and scouts and GMs, they get more out of the practice than they actually do the game.
2: Yeah.
1: You know, but um, it's fun, you know, and it's a great opportunity. I mean, especially like, like a guy like me that came out in 2010. I mean, I was a small school guy. So, th- thankfully, uh, a dude by the name of Jerry Hughes, who I believe is going to be Part playing this weekend. Yeah, playing with the, the yeah. Bills this weekend. He opted out of the Senior Bowl. So I got a call, literally, I think practice started on a Tuesday or Wednesday. I got a call Thursday saying, you want to come practice? Like, say no more. Wow. So, so cool. I showed up late and everything. Now, didn't have my helmet. I had a white helmet. Everyone got to display because I didn't, you know, short notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so everyone had their, you know, their school colors, rocking with pride. I played with LeGarrette Blunt from uh, Oregon. Top Who three it?
2: all-time favorite player, LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette
1: Blunt? Yeah. By the high. way, do you want to hear a little fun fact about LeGarrette I uh, You don't know how ready I am. So check this out. We had LeGarrette Blunt on our team. We had Kyle Wilson on our team. Okay. Now, Kyle Wilson, I believe, was a first-round pick out of Boise State, cornerback. LeGarrette Blount, you know, I think he was a late-round pick, obviously, for reasons on the field, but um, had a pretty successful career. Yeah. We actually called him Hitman on our team. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're reminded of, of Garrett Blunt, he was the guy that knocked out the dude from Boise State after Boise State beat them. Yep. Kind of knocked the dude out cold. It was in, you know, it was in four. It wasn't in four. It might as well have been in 4K. The camera yeah. was right there. Not a good look for college football. Not a good look for Garrett Blunt, and not the best look for the guy that got knocked out by him. Yeah. Don't even know that guy's name, unfortunately. That, not sure what he's doing right now with his life. Eh. But he got put on a poster. But. I asked, I made it, like, before I left the Senior Bowl, I was going to ask Kyle Wilson, because Kyle Wilson was, a, you know, he was a defender he, um, when played against LeGarrette Blunt. I was going to ask Kyle Wilson, hey, that guy that talked smack to LeGarrette Blunt whatever he said, was it justified? So I'll never forget, after practice, it, it's me and a couple other players, uh, Sean Witherspoon out of Missouri, middle mm-hmm. linebacker, played for the Falcons for a little bit. I remember me and him both went up to Kyle Wilson. Hey, Kyle, LeGarrette Blunt knocking out your teammate. Did your teammate have that coming or was that all oh, LeGarrett Blunt? And Kyle Wilson, and I swear to anything, said, oh no, he had it coming. <laughs> so I'm not sure what was said. Wow. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm, uh, I'm not sure what the dude said, but according to Kyle Wilson, I think a former New York Jet, if I'm not mistaken, said that LeGarrett Blunt was justified in punching the guy. Well, that. That's so all I'm going to say about that. There's, there's your little Garrett Blunt fun fact of the year. I love it. Marinate on it, chew on it, do whatever you want with it. I'm just saying what I heard.
2: You have no idea how right I am for the fun fact of 2023. Okay? <laughs> for sure. So you better start digging up some stuff on the
1: Garrett. No, for sure. But, yeah, man, dude brought three different helmets just for practice. Oregon gave him. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, like the whole thing where you can trade stickers and everything? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I, mean I have my helmet. Here, I'll, I'll put up the helmet real quick. If if you're watching on our streams, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Facebook, you can see, obviously, I mean, it's probably seen it before. This is the Senior Bowl helmet and everything. Got a Vanderbilt fighting a Pitt, pit, Utah, Louisiana Tech, Sandy, uh, not uh, Iowa, Cal, Mizzou, Ohio State, Buckeyes. Not sure what Oregon was doing, but Oregon didn't have any stickers to give out. Three helmets, no stickers. None. I want an Oregon sticker more than anything. Yeah, and the like, guy's like, "Yeah, man, sorry, I don't got you." I'm like, "Oh, well, then you don't get a Murray State Racer sticker. So sorry." You told him. Keep him. I didn't actually say that because I was getting beat up, probably. By hey, someone. I see your tape. Hey, you know hey, what I'm saying? Hey, I'm just like, "Hey, man, sorry, I don't got a sticker for you because you don't got one from Morgan." But it is what it is. But no, it's a it's a great time. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna be going this year. I'm not sure, Casey. We've we'll talked to Brent about that one. Um, but nonetheless, we'll be talking about it. You know who's who's shining? I mean, I'm reminded a couple years ago, one of my favorite players. Go back and check the footage. Go back and check the audio. Debo Samuel stood out to me. Not just because of his name, I love the name, but also just the tenacity they brought in the football field. I really like that guy a lot. And, hey, needless to say, he's doing his thing now. Worked out, yeah. We got picks coming up here in the 430, hour. I believe we do, yeah. We got picks coming up. A lot on the line. For some people. And Brent didn't show up. For some people, we're just playing for pride. That's true. But needless to say, there's a championship to win. There is. So we got Brandon Ponsel coming in next break here. We got our picks. Can Casey pull this out? Brent Martineau nipping on the heels. We settle it next year on ESPN 690. For everybody, it's, it's the things that he does with with guys' eyes, like he, like the way he, he uh, designs his plays, the motions, and all the types of different shifts and all that kind of stuff, uh, he gets everybody's eyes wandering. You know, if your eyes is in the wrong place, if you're not doing your job and or doing what you coach to do, and uh, he's, he's, he's able to, to exploit that. So um, I think it's, it's, it's eyes and, uh, yeah, really, it's really just your eyes. You got to have great eyes when you play against a college and a coach team. Dang, okay.
2: Packers. Yeah, didn't do you again, not a lot of favors. We're done here. No, no, hang on. So let me get the
1: hang on. Not Mercedes Lewis, although he had some bass in his voice. No, I'm Casey, right. go ahead. Trust me here. Go ahead and give me Darius Smith.
2: No. Oh.
1: But right side of the ball. Rashawn Gary. Also, no.
2: I Wait. believe was a first rounder. I believe. I believe.
1: I got nothing, man. Kenny? Oh, Kenny Clark. Yeah. Was he a first rounder? Uh, yeah I'm pretty sure y- yeah. uh, UCLA right Yeah I believe UCLA Dang it Missed it by that much They're just out here Interviewing everybody though You know what I'm saying Yeah I mean No they said, kidding Kenny,
2: To the podium He said yes sir
1: Hey it's the playoffs Where's Aaron Rodgers at oh, <laughs> Let's get some more Vaccination questions going what, yeah. what are we doing here He must have been on McAfee I don't know my, my, He must have been on McAfee Good point Welcome back to Action Sports Jackson, on ESPN 690 Austin Lane Casey Kurtz Pushing all the right buttons Brent Martineau on assignment at a wedding Hopefully he's having a great time Safe travels to him I think we are joined right now by Brandon Ponce Because, and here's the thing about it Casey I'm not sure if you realize how the rules work You may have a commanding lead right now On this whole playoff picture In terms of winning this overall league But now the points are Quadrupled Is that real? No, not at all, but I want it to be Okay, (laughs) Brandon, how we doing man? Hey, I'm doing good, Austin How are you guys? Uh, You know, I mean, overall, doing great. Not doing that great to go through this segment, as as I'm sure you're probably in my same boat now. We're kind of just playing for pride, going through the motions. But nevertheless, it's it's fun to make these picks sometimes. For sure. For sure, for sure. So, Casey, go ahead and give us the leaderboard. I know you want to do that so much.
2: Well, you know what? I really wasn't going to, but since you uh, brought it up. Now, here's the thing that might interest you, Austin. Yeah. Uh, Brandon playing for pride, man. And listen, you're doing a heck of a job at it. It keeps getting better every week. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that, that's what I have to say there. You, you could still catch Austin, uh, but Austin, there is something on the line because with seven games left. Yeah. If Now hear me out. Yeah. If you go seven and oh. Yep. And I go oh and seven. Yep. We're tied. Say
1: no more. So you are not mathematically eliminated. Say no more. No, it's not going to happen. But I just want to say one thing, though. I went down swinging. Okay, like at least I didn't leave it up to the judges here. where right? I only That's lost fair. by like two or three. I picked the opposite of you. I was risking it for the biscuit. It didn't work out, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you cool with that?
2: I listen. You did everything you could, and you still have an opportunity. Brent, by the way, for all those wondering,
1: uh, is down four. Nip it on your heels, with seven sir. To play. Yeah. All right, Casey, go ahead and give us the games, man. All right. You have Brent's picks, correct? I do have Brent's picks. Do you want me to read them off, like, as we go? Yeah, as we go. go. Gotcha. So
2: I guess we'll start, uh, and I'll go ahead and start feel free to do that. Uh, The Bengals, plus three and a half, obviously at the Titans, minus three and a half, Titans money line.
1: I will take the Titans. Brandon, who you got? Joe Burrow, outright. Oh. going to win this game. Okay. Mm. Brent Martineau has Cincinnati. I knew. And I will be taking Tennessee.
2: So wait. What? I just told you that you're down seven. So yeah. you have to pick the opposite of me or else you can't do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. But then I'm competing with Brett Martineau as oh, well. You're okay, so, okay, okay, cool. Uh, hey, cool. I, I, Casey, I'm not winning this thing. Keep rubbing it in. I'm not winning 100%. this thing. So I'm playing for a second. Yes, sir. I'm, try, I'm trying to be Brett Martineau now. Because the last thing I need him is getting a little more confidence because he needs a dub in the worst way. So I'm taking Tennessee.
2: Okay, that's fair. I like yeah. that. I like the strategy. Uh, 49ers plus five and a half at the Packers. Minus five and a half. I'll give my pick last because I have some stats that I want to throw out there, but I'll wait to do that till the end. So, Brandon, feel free to let us know what's up.
0: Yeah, it's 49ers. They're physical. I think uh, cold weather's not going to bother them. I think they keep it close, so I'll take the five and a half.
1: Man, these are some hard games to pick here. I like um, that. Hopefully they're more competitive than they were last week. I got to take Green Bay. They're my Super Bowl winner, um, so I got to stick by that. Aaron Rodgers, this defense is playing at a pretty high level. I think they can stop Shanahan for the most part, especially Aaron Rodgers in cold weather. doesn't affect them. Give me Green Bay.
2: And Brent Martineau has? Brent Martineau has Green Bay. Okay, so I will tell you that that does not change my pick, and I'm picking San Francisco.
1: Wow. And okay. here's why.
2: Last eight matchups between these teams dating back to 2013. 49ers, 49ers, two in a row. Packers, Packers, two in a row. 49ers, 49ers, two in a row. Packers, Packers, two in a row. So if you follow trends, 49ers win this game. Also, last two Packers wins, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, three touchdowns in those two games. He's out. <laughs> oh, no. Brandon, you're a smart man. 49ers money. Line. Now, Brandon,
0: <laughs> did, did you know that information or not? Uh. I did not know that. I, didn't, I don't dive that deep into the stats, but um, I, I did. probably why that's probably why Casey's winning the contest. <laughs> for well, sure, for it could sure. be.
2: And I saw, I knew Brent was going to pick the Packers, so I was like, let me see, let me do some a deep dive on this information. Fair so, enough. Anyway, we move on to the Rams, who are plus two and a half at the Bucks, minus two and a half. Austin, how you feeling?
1: Man, this is, this is another tricky one here, right? Because do you dare go against the goat, Tom Brady? Or do you go with the hot team right now, it seems like, who's found their quarterback once again in Matthew Stafford in the Los Angeles Rams? Man. I look at it like this. I think if Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown were still a thing on this team, it would be a different story. I think Jalen Ramsey keys in on Mike Evans, neutralizes him, and now you got problems, especially with that pass rush right now of the Rams, who's playing at a pretty high level. Give me the Rams on the road
2: I like it Brandon, you've been on the Rams for a while now You still yeah. on them?
0: I, I, li- I like the Rams to win this game Aaron Donald seems to be a little bit of uh, Tom Brady's trip tonight uh, Super Bowl, that offense for the Pats When they played the Rams Didn't do very much at all uh, Week, uh, Whatever week they played this year Donald gave him fits So I think the Rams win this outright And uh, go up to Lambeau Or host the Niners next week for the Super Bowl
1: I like it Brent Martineau is picking the Rams.
2: It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. I had already written down Rams for me, so I will stick with it. I don't know if they win the game, but they're hot. The points, it's all good. And then only one more to go, and Austin, I'll feel free to start because it doesn't matter what Brent's doing. By the way, Brent could pick up potentially three games depending on his pick here, but it's the Bills plus one and a half at the Chiefs minus one and a half, and uh, Bills – Bills minus 80 I would have took the Bills Bills win the football game Big Huge Ginormous Josh so, Allen
1: So here's what I think about it It's hard to pick against Patrick Mahomes And Andy Reid And I hardly ever go with Picking a bet Based on the storyline But I want the NFL guys to shine on Buffalo and say this is the revenge game. This is Stephon Diggs standing in the middle of the field last year watching Kansas City celebrate and a season getting crushed. I want Stephon Diggs to have a big game, and I want the Bills to win this. So I'm trying to speak it into existence. You know what's going to happen? Chiefs by 20, but nevertheless, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. Brandon Ponsel, Jack's Coastal Homes, what do you got, man? Uh, I think the Bills
0: win against any other team in the league this week but not in Arrowhead, not in the playoffs. They already got them once there this year. So the Chiefs are going to get their revenge and
2: head on to the AFC Championship. Man. And Brent Martineau? Brent Martineau will
1: be taking the Chiefs. So Brent could get three games. Big weekend. Wow. Big weekend. Wow. Brandon, I'll I'll just have fun playing for Pride, man. Yes, sir. Hey, Brandon, (laughs) real quick, man. I mean, it's not really a bet, but Jaguars next head coach. Do you think we find out soon? And if so, who's it going to be?
0: Yeah, I've been thinking about this, and I really want them to hire Leftwich, uh, keep it within the family, and that guy's got a good offensive mind. I think he'll uh, resonate well with the city. So, if I was going to throw some money on it, I'd take the odds and Leftwich as uh, some value, and I think that he'd be a great, great fit for the city in the future.
1: I love it, man. Brandon Ponsel, Jack's Coastal Homes, man. We appreciate it.
0: Yeah, enjoy the games, fellas. Have you a good too. Weekend.
1: Thank you. Shit. Should sure took my plus eight hundred advice with Byron Leftwich back in the day. I know, really make some money. Oh man, how do you feeling about your picks, Casey? I'm
2: very confident in every pick except the Rams. Yeah. So and Brent also picked the Rams. So that I, I mean, ideally win it. But uh, I feel I feel okay. But I think it's it's interesting how it played out this way. But so, listen, if I lose, you can't say it's because I didn't like. Sure. I'm out here playing.
1: No, you're out here. Hey, I, I respect it, man. You're out here playing. You didn't ask me for Brent's picks in advance. You're not playing defense. Mm-hmm. You're th- – this is trying to be just like – you're trying to bury somebody right now, man. Like, yeah. it, it ain't trying to be a decisive victory. It's trying to be a slaughtering. And I, it's trying to be a curb stomping. Yeah, there you go. If you will. And I appreciate it. Am I crazy to think – and I, once again, I'm probably going to jinx this whole thing. Oh, good. All these games are going to be fantastic, right? Like, it's like be uh, yeah. like last week. Like, yeah, I mean, there's not really – Like, give me – go and give me one blowout potential game. I
2: think you could potentially make the argument on either side, depending on how you really feel. Bengals Titans, like okay. if they can't, if Derrick Henry's healthy and they can't stop him, yeah. it might be over. Or sure. if if Burrow just lights him up, yeah. But like Rams Bucks, I think it's high scoring, but I don't think it's blowout. Yeah. And then well, the, the Niners have have gone into Green Bay and blown them out before. Well, yeah, but I don't. I don't see it though.
1: <sighs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. Because I remember, and I forgot what year, This must have been 2012 or 13, One of those years. Our season was done in Jacksonville. I fly back home. I find myself in a bar in Oshkosh, Wisconsin for a Green Bay playoff game. Now, I walk in this bar. It's about 45 minutes from where I grew up. It's about 30 minutes away from Green Bay. I walk in this bar... And all of a sudden, the DJ who's on the speaker goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, we got a we got a Jacksonville Jaguar in the house. Austin Lane, welcome Austin Lane to the house." And I'm like, "Okay, that's kind of embarrassing." But you know me, I, I kind of give him a little courtesy wave and yeah. all that stuff. And then he proceeds to go, "Just kidding, the Jaguars suck." And then, and then, <laughs> and then he played uh, the the Lil Wayne song, Green Yellow, which is like you know, oh, it's, yeah. it's the who's the what's well, the who's the original creator of that. Uh,
0: was Khalifa
1: Thank you very much yeah. Was Khalifa black and yellow Yeah Lil Wayne had the remix uh, Green and yellow And they played that When I walked in Kind of embarrassing Right Kind of walk. got put on the spot Friends you're laughing Never heard that end of it Needless to say I remember watching That playoff game And a, a guy by the name Of Colin Kaepernick Absolutely yeah. ran wild That game Yeah And kind of put himself On the map It feels like that game So Yeah To answer that question Casey San Fran they aren't, they aren't afraid Of the cold they're, they're not afraid To play in Green Bay I'm just wondering, how do you pick against Aaron Rodgers right now and, and, and this and Devonte Adams and this? I don't know, man.
2: When I was looking through those trends and it was like two, 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 I was like, interesting, but didn't make my decision. Yeah. But then when I was looking, like, if you MVS was huge in yeah. those last two games they played, so I was like, you know. But I think if you're San Francisco and you're Kyle Shanahan, don't overthink it. Jimmy G's got apparently a, a thumb and a shoulder. Run the football.
1: You got three backs and a wide receiver. Correct. Run the football. Keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing, and I'm not sure what the weather is going to be like yet. I assume it's going to be cold.
2: It's. I looked it up. Okay. I think it's like around game time. It's supposed to be like nine, but the wind. Yeah. Yeah. But the wind is like. That's what I was wondering about the wind and everything. And the wind is like six miles per hour. So it's going to be. They're going to be able to throw the football if they want.
1: Is there anything more overrated than the wind? in terms of football and betting and, and props I, and all this stuff? I never know what to because, do. Because uh, – well, yeah, here's the thing, But though, if like, I see it, I'm like mm. – No, I, I hear you. And, like, you know, r- to me, wind and rain yeah. are, are two things that you think and – tr- and this is coming from a guy, you know, who's been out there, but, like, I'm on defense, so it doesn't really matter. But, like, wind and rain, I feel like, are the two most overrated things in terms of, like, well, I would take the over or I would take, like, the prop bet – but I'm not gonna now just because you know of the wind and the rain. Now we saw like Buffalo, New England, that was real. Well, yeah, that, that game was real. Yeah, you know when you throw the football once or twice, then you know it's real. But like, I don't think the wind is gonna be the factor. No, the cold. Yeah, I mean, it'd be a little factor. You're gonna be stiff out there and everything and, and all that stuff. By the way, did you see the one guy? I forgot who it was from ESPN. Uh-oh. Talked about his trick. Yes. Who who was that? So that would be
2: Bart Scott of Barton Hahn. That's uh, on from 12 to 3 before us here on ESPN Radio.
1: Yeah. Uh, But, yeah. So, I mean, I I can talk about it. I mean, he talked about it. Yeah, so so Bart Scott talking about um, cold games and playing in them, just casually, like it wasn't even a big deal, said, yeah, you know, a bunch of me and my teammates took Viagra before a game because it helps with blood flow and it helps keep your body warm. And the way he said it was like, yeah, you know, a lot of people do that. Like you know, it's pretty common. Yeah. I'm sorry. It uh, sounded kind of weird when I heard it. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. No, was Bart Scott because c- c- his voice was he was serious. Now maybe he's just playing everybody. I hope he's playing everybody. Nah, he doubled down. Oh, he doubled down. And tripled. Yeah. And tripled down. I usually listen because I'm here. Mike Taminbaum style with the oh yeah the Golden State Warriors and the Jacksonville Jaguars being very comparable. Yeah, he had other he play- tripled down. He
2: had other players on because he was trying to prove his point. And Or former players And like Rob Ninkovich said Nah, that ain't it Okay And then um, uh, Marcus Spears also said That ain't That's it That's
1: not it yeah. So just, it was just Bart Scott <laughs> Yeah, he was kind so, of on an island out there So you so just got Bart Scott popping Viagra like Tic Tacs I guess to get warm for a game Yeah, him and the boys When he played for the him, him, Him and the boys It might have been Rex Ryan thing I don't know All be. I'm saying is I've never heard of that in my entire life What we used to do Now keep in mind you're talking to Casey I'm a Wisconsin dude Right. Mm-hmm. Coming from Iowa, Scandinavia High. You know what that means? It means we had a rule on our team in high school, no matter if it was 10 degrees or if we played in the game, which actually happened where it was minus two and we played in a foot of snow, you're not wearing sleeves. If, if you're going to be on the field, you can't wear sleeves. You know why? Because, because sleeves make you miss tackles. That's not what I would have said. <laughs> that was the thought. Interesting. <laughs> Didn't make the rules. That was the thought. Okay. Word. So Damn. that's what we did. So I I never wore sleeves Even to the point in college And I'll keep in mind I went to Murray State, Kentucky So it's not like it's it's The most chilly temperatures But yeah I I never wore sleeves uh, And when I say sleeves I mean long sleeves uh, In my entire football career Now I practice sometimes I'd give it a gander Maybe uh, in a walkthrough I'd wear some long sleeves But if I'm wearing pads Absolutely not. That's, I think- that's what Wisconsin does for you. But my point was Vaseline is what we used to do. Somebody,
2: yeah, I, I think it was Nikovich who said that, actually. Yeah.
1: So you, <laughs> there's nothing like a bunch of grown-ass men taking tubes and tubes of Vaseline. Imagine walking in the locker room and, and just seeing its different. Yeah. 50 guys vaseline themselves. Shiny, shiny, but intimidating and, and a little aggressive. But that's what we did. And guess what? It works. Really? Yeah. So I'm not sure what, because the whole, it, it keeps, it kind of closes off the pores and it keeps the body heat in. Oh. So I'm not sure what, what Bart Scott's talking about with Viagra. Yeah. But I wouldn't recommend that. That yeah. doesn't, that's, no. I wouldn't either. I'm all set. Yeah. More on ESPN 690 do we get back.
2: Action Sports Jacks, ESPN 690. A couple minutes until we hit the top of the hour. We got football at 5 coming up. We got some UFC talk as well. Lots still to do on a Friday, but right now we got to talk some Florida State basketball. We usually do that on the Thursdays. We're doing it today on a Friday. The FSU report, sponsored by Bono's and Willie Jules. And what a week it was for Florida State. Obviously, we talked a lot about Duke. We'll do a little bit more of that, but they also had two other wins you may not realize 76 71. Over Syracuse on Saturday, Caleb Mills, Raquan Evans combining for 34 points in that game. Wyatt Wilkes, best game of the season, 11 points and three assists in that one as well. Second time playing Syracuse already uh, in the season, which is pretty early to be done with the team already in your conference. But that is the case for Florida State. They split with them one and one. And then, as I mentioned, 79-78 over Duke on Tuesday in Tallahassee. Great game. But there were some concerns, if we're being honest. FSU, obviously Duke's a very good team, but FSU led by nine with six minutes and 53 seconds to play. And I, I understand it's Duke, but that's probably a lead that, if you ask Leonard Hamilton, he probably, they shouldn't have given up. But they did do that. They go to overtime, and they slammed the door on Duke. The story in that game was seven foot one Freshman John Butler, been discussed a little bit on this program. 14 points in that game, 3 of 4 from 3. Uh, 7-1 and can shoot the lights out is pretty incredible. Caleb Mills with 18 in that one. Matt Cleveland with 8 off the bench. The difference in the game, Duke shot 43% from 3, which is pretty incredible. But FSU 20 of 25 on their free throws. Duke only got to the line 18 times and made 14 of them. And let's be honest here. Duke is good enough to win the title. They are a very good basketball team and FSU beat them. They also beat a Miami team that is very respectable and will be a tough team to beat in March. But then let's look at yesterday. 86 to 73 over UNF. It was a makeup game, supposed to be played in December. It was played yesterday in Tallahassee. 21 from Matt Cleveland, 10 boards as well. Caleb Mills also with 21. Shout out, by the way, Jarius Hicklin for UNF, 27 points. We love UNF. Shout out, UNF Class of 2020. What up? Go Ospreys. Uh, but this is the FSU report, so we move on with that. But anyway, for FSU, five in a row, seven of the last eight. They are now second in the ACC. And what an opportunity because you play the number one team in the ACC coming up tomorrow. Coverage will start at 1.30 right here on ESPN. 690 tip-off will be 2 p.m., and that will be at Miami. FSU beat them 65-64 to on the 11th in Tallahassee. So obviously this game, will be in Miami. That will be a tough one, but it will be an interesting one, and it's perfect because it's right before football, so you'll have time to watch or listen on ESPN 690 and then get locked into some football. But then also next Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. coverage, 9 p.m. tip against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is 7-10 and 10 overall, 1-6 in the ACC. But real quick shout-out to Debo Coleman on Georgia Tech, Callahan, Florida, West Nassau High School, averaging six a game in his freshman season. So that'll be a reason for the local folks to tune in if you're not necessarily an FSU fan. Both of those games on ESPN 690 as they always are. And that was the FSU report sponsored by Bonos and Willie Jules. We'll be back. Football at 5, UFC at 5 apparently. We got a lot to do. It's a Friday. Stick with us. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690.